I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So here's the story. It's 3.08 in the morning. I get a call from an unknown number. I answer and the person started screaming at me. I automatically hang up on them because being 17 and suddenly being screamed at over the phone really does something to you. Not even six minutes later, I get these texts. UN is them, Jace is me. UN says, hello? Why did you hang up? So I say, um, who is this? Why are you calling me at such a late hour? This is the boss of the store you work at. Dude, I'm only 17. I don't have a job yet. Please stop harassing me. I didn't get a response after that, so 6.02 rolls around and I'm still in bed trying to rest from being woken up so early. I get 21 missed calls from the same number threatening me, saying that they are going to tell corporate that I'm stealing money and food out of the store and that they will have me fired. Then they threaten to call the police and have me arrested for stealing over $300 from the cash register. I do not work there. I text the number and the following conversation goes, Will you please stop texting and calling me? I do not wish for your company. I do not work at all. I am 17 and still trying to finish high school. Don't lie to me. I know you work for us or else I wouldn't have this number. Maybe the employee you hired gave you a false number. This is a private number. Don't lie to me, Jim. My name is not Jim. I do not work for you. Leave me alone before I report you to the police for harassment. They proceeded to call me 10 more times before giving up. I went online and filed a report on the number. Turns out that the number wasn't even real. It was coming from an app that could easily be erased. Now what kind of sicko does this crap? I would show the screenshots, but I deleted the messages as I was sick of looking at them. Our next post is titled, Husband Helps Wife With Grocery Shopping, He Must Work There. My husband, who works in a full suit and tie, sometimes stops at the grocery on his way home from work. He constantly told me that when he goes in his suit, he is mistaken for someone who works there. Yesterday, he came home to change before going, so he doesn't have to explain it again. The grocery staff wears white or black polos, even the managers, so I didn't fully believe his stories. Then one day, he joined me at lunch in his suit and tie to pick up some things. He helped me reach a jar on a high shelf when a woman approached him and asked the location of an item. He said, ma'am, I don't know. I don't work here. The lady looks at me and then back at him and says, but you helped her. Ma'am, that's my wife. The lady glared at us, annoyed, and walks away. A time at Walmart, my husband and I were comparing labels in search of a good salsa. An elderly man comes up and asks, can my husband find him a certain kind of salsa? I start looking for it, cause hey, the guy's old. We find it, and the old guy says thanks, but asks more questions, until again, my husband has to explain he doesn't work there. Grocery again, an older woman gets offended that I replied to her request by saying, sorry, we don't work here. 
She said she wasn't talking to me, just to my husband, and she was going to complain. But we never saw her again. Still can't figure out why this happens to him. Me neither, OP. Me neither. But I seem to see a trend with old people here, so might be something going on in their world. Throwback from the good old days. Our next post is titled, Lady Demands a Sandwich. This did not happen to me, but I was there to witness it. I am not a social person and have always been a night owl, so it's not unusual for me to go grocery shopping at midnight. Though not often to overpriced stores, this was one of those exceptions. Anyway, I went to my nearest 7-Eleven, saw nobody in the store, figured the employee was doing something in the back, so I casually browsed their selections for what I needed. It was about this time that another character entered the store, let's call her Karen, since I don't think she said her name, who simply rushed to the counter and impatiently waited. Not that I cared, thinking she was just trying to get some gas and leave. Boy, was I wrong. It only took her a minute, if that, to start shouting for an employee to serve her. And reluctantly, he did eventually come out of the back to face her, where he barely had the chance to greet her before she started saying how useless he was and how she had to come all the way over here and how she better be compensated. Having finally finished her rant, he actually got the chance to ask her what she needed help with, and here is where she went full crazy. She demanded that he get off his lazy ass and opens the subway next door to make her a sandwich, even going as far as to demand it for free because she had to track him down. It was clear that neither of us knew what she was talking about. He clearly didn't work for Subway and tried to tell her such, but she just couldn't believe it, going on and on about how it's unacceptable, how she just wanted a sandwich, how he's being racist against her, and finally the coup de grace. She demanded to speak to his manager. In response, he rather calmly said that he's the only employee in the store, a fact that she refused to believe, eventually demanding his manager's phone number, and when he refused that, she said that if he doesn't, she's going to call corporate and get them all fired. He said good, which seemed to shock her a bit, but she still huffed, pulled out her phone, and stormed out of the store. And by the time that I left, she was still screaming into her phone in front of the subway. Damn, lead-based paint really has damaged people, hasn't it? This one's a full six-pack short of a case. Our next post is titled, I Confused a Nurse. Now, this is not your typical I don't work here story. Please bear with me, as it's been a while since this happened, and I can't remember everything. Also, there is no screaming Karen or something. Now, on to the story. A couple of years ago, I was admitted to hospital via an ambulance, and to check if I'm okay, they cut open my shirt, hoodie, and winter jacket. When I was finally released from there, they gave me some scrubs to wear, as the only thing I had left were my pants. But I was furious and frustrated because that was my only good jacket. When I got home, I drowned my foul mood in alcohol. I leaned against my washing machine in the basement as it showed there were only a couple of minutes left, so I decided to wait. While waiting, I dozed off and kind of fell over. Of course, it had to be this moment one of my neighbors came by at 10pm and called an ambulance again. Keep in mind, hadn't changed yet. The next day, when I was ready to go home again, I was looking for the exit, but I couldn't find it. 
In my sweetest voice and kind of embarrassed, I asked the nurse that came along where I could get out of the building as I got lost. When I was a couple of steps away, she talked to a co-worker and asked her where they got this sweet little girl and if she, me, was doing an internship or something. You know, this is a patient, don't you? What? But she was so nice. You mean to tell me? I turned around. Yep, I don't work here. Sorry for the confusion. And went home smiling. Not a very climactic story, but sometimes it's the little things that make your day. I think it's pretty cute that the nurses thought you're an intern and not a patient. Bless their souls. But also, note to everyone, a proper trauma hospital will absolutely cut all of your crap off immediately upon arrival. So if you know you're going to be in an emergency, don't wear your finest silk shirt. Our next post is titled, I know you don't work here. So I walk into a game store looking for the very popular game Risk to play later that weekend. I quickly find the board game section and I look up in the shelves and up and up. The store indeed has the game, just not within reach of the 5 foot 2 me. I scan the store for an employee, but the nearby empty store is clearly very understaffed. I see one employee helping a customer at checkout and another having an in-depth conversation with another customer. I just want to pay for my game and go home. If I could have somehow discreetly climbed the shelves like I shamelessly do at the grocery store, I would have. Time for plan B. Politely ask a stranger and hope they take pity on me. Just a few feet away, I see a wonderfully tall person, easily six feet tall, shopping with what looks like his girlfriend. I quickly walk over, put on my most apologetic face and say, I'm so sorry, but could you please help me for a second? He turns to me, puzzled. I gesture at the shelf behind him. If you could grab that game for me, I would super appreciate it. Again, so sorry to bother you. His eyebrows furrow deeper in confusion and a touch of irritation. I don't work here, he tells me, firmly but not unkindly. Before I can answer, his girlfriend nudges him and she says, Babe, she knows you don't work here. She's asking because you're tall. Our eyes meet, and in that moment, mine said, Thank you, fellow short person. And hers responded, I gotcha, and I know your pain, comrade. Tall boyfriend sheepishly and very easily grabs the game that I requested. I thank the couple, share a last commiserating grin with the girlfriend, and head to checkout. If you're reading this, kind strangers from the store, thanks again. Also, astute girlfriend, you were my hero that day. Thank you. Our next post is titled, Doctor, I will get you fired. Here's the problem, Karen. I don't exist yet. So, as the many wondrous expeditions of your everyday med students dictate, I had to travel to many hospitals to rotate and sometimes just to take classes. We would get a name tag with our position and some more data so security would let us in. This would take a few days, so security was understanding. Karen, however, was not. So in one of those hospitals in one of the early days, no tag yet, I walk in and my only function is to point my nose in the direction of the hospital's theater and follow its lead there to attend a class. One day, I'm making my way there with two of my mates in an open area of the hospital with few other pedestrians, when a couple stops us to ask for directions to the doctor's office. We replied, 
Oh, sorry, we're new here, and do not yet know where most things are located. This must have made Karen see in red flag filters, because she began scanning us up and down, eyes squinting in full suspicion mode, and everything appeared metallic crimson with a smell of cherries to her. Karen suddenly seemed mortified. Honey, they have no IDs on their lab coats. Then she snapped back into judgy Karen mode. Are you trespassing? What's the deal with all of you? Are you pretending you belong here? One of my mates answers, as my colleague said, we are new and do not yet have IDs. Now, if you'll excuse us, we all get the cue and begin walking away. Karen's worst fear, being ignored, begins to cause her blood to boil inside her, so she starts demanding that we stop and give our names. I reply, names? Oh, I'm sorry, you saw, no name tags. We haven't earned that right yet. Wonderful meeting you. Her screeching intensifies, and since we are in an open area with few pedestrians, I lose my shame and put my deep voice to good use. So I begin singing, Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Karen's screeching intensifies. Karen's in-head hamster regains its footing within its wheel and squeaky spinning resumes. As she realizes why I'm singing that, the screeching intensifies. We're all a great big part of it. New York, New York. Hope that gives you a good idea of what's going on in the situation here. Karen feels like she's losing the audience, so she starts to look around for security. She spots a badge far into the distance and runs. No, brisk waddles towards it. Hospital security must have had a good laugh, as they know they check everyone, and they never went after us. I only wish I could have seen that exchange. Doctors? In a hospital? What a crime! What a risk within our walls! Hang on tight, Karen. We will rescue us. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Well, that was uh that was quite an interesting story. Our next post is titled, A Light-Hearted One. So, I'm one of those folks who does gig economy work, and most of the time it's picking up food. Tonight, I get an order for a fine dining establishment that specializes in Persian and Mediterranean food. I had to walk towards the area near the kitchen because they didn't have a hostess up front, which isn't unusual for this place because they aren't very busy on Sunday nights. Now then, 
The staff wear white uniforms with black ties, whereas I was standing around holding a large branded delivery bag and I'm dressed in jeans and a t-shirt. I'm also wearing a mask branded with the logo for the delivery service. I practically look like I'm a bum that just walked off the street, but that made no difference here. This guy walks in and comes down from the entrance and tells me that he's meeting somebody there tonight and looks at me expectantly. I look around and realize that he's not talking to anybody else, so he just repeats himself. I hold up the delivery bag and say, I'm just here to pick up an order. He finally snaps out of it and realizes his error. He apologized for being so oblivious. It was pretty clear that he was dressed up for a first date, so he's got other things on his mind. At least we were able to laugh about it and had no drama, so there you go. I at least have a I don't work here story, mild that it may be. Our next post is titled, I walked into a pharmacy wearing scrubs, so Karen appointed me as head doctor. So little old groggy me, medical intern, is finally leaving the hospital after a 36 hour long shift, the second of the week. It is a Friday, and I'm really looking forward for everything to go dark as soon as my head hits a pillow. But first, I need to go to a pharmacy. In my country, some pharmacies have a small lab adjacent where COVID tests can be taken, and a few lab technicians, chemists, and general practitioners may be found to do certain procedures, run certain tests, and make common diagnoses. Here's the thing. They are all wearing the full one-piece white, hooded suits, and protective gear that you all have seen so much. I am wearing surgical scrubs. So, in enters a very sleep-deprived little old me to the pharmacy, who immediately goes on to examine the toothpaste and toothbrushes. After a little while, I hear a throat being cleared, so I say, oh, my bad, and scoot over closer to the shelves to let the person walk by. Wrong answer. The person replies, no, I need you to take a look at me. The line to the appointments area is too long. Confused, I turn and see an all too familiar look. A curly, bleached, shoulder length haircut, blue eyelid makeup that looks more like two slapped in post-it notes than anything else, eye searing lipstick, and pink glistening claws to go along with a predatory cat patterned top. Oh, I don't work here, I reply, knowing it won't do, I work in a hospital, I say, hoping it is enough justification for Karen to understand why I'm dressed the way I am. She of course dismisses my claim and says I must work here as I am uniformed and stacking shelves. Yikes, the Karen's logic. I simply reply no, but I'm sure an employee will be happy to help you. Karen replies with, you are a health worker, why don't you help me? As an intern, I don't even have my degree yet. I can't and shouldn't do much, even if I wanted to, and I simply reply, I'm not on duty, and I don't. She interrupts, Hey! Hey! I pay for my tickets just like everyone else, you will see me! I say again, I don't work here, and I have no obligation to do random consults in the wild whenever you please, lady. A floor tile nearly broke upon the agaping of her jaws. At this point, she is pissed. As if summoned by her indignation, a manager walks over and asks if all is well. Karen seizes her opportunity to talk faster than you can blink. No, this employee is very rude. I want him fired. 
Manager's like, um, ma'am, he does not work here. Our employees were, he works here. Stop trying to cover for him. You need to fire him now. His behavior is unacceptable. He refuses to help me. Ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to stop harassing our customers or leave. Karen, now enraged, letting out a hybrid between a roar and a sigh. Oh, I can't believe the audacity of you people to treat customers here. This is outrageous. She slaps the products off the closest shelf, sending items flying onto the manager and me, an accusatory pink clawed index finger flying erratically. I will not give you sphincter holes, any business, and I hope this putrid little pharmacy goes under. She storms off in a huffing and puffing rage. I hurry off to pay and leave before she looks at the appointment ticket still clutched in her other hand and realizes that she paid for something she has not used and decides to return, demanding a refund, or worse, attention. I exit the pharmacy and movement catches my eye. I turn and I see Karen inside her SUV, foaming from the mouth, clutching her steering wheel, and violently pushing and pulling herself. Then she sees me. The horror. I walk faster, trying not to look at her. She lowers a window and starts screaming some more at me. I ignore her and hurry to my escape pod on wheels. Escape successful. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed that one. That's all I have for you today. If you enjoyed it, please leave a like, comment, subscribe, or whatever you want to do. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. 